don't even know why it's even such a thing. It's not. It's not really that hard. You can take your time with it. It's quite fine. I know, right? <laughs> but I mean, no. Importantly, and and like I said, to reiterate, why is God so important in relationships? Uh, to me, God is important in relationships because He's supposed to be the center of it all. He's the firm foundation. So without Him, um. Nothing can really stand or if things do come, you know, you can withstand the test and the trials because you have him. He's the sustainer. He's the one that keeps you going. He's the keeper. So he he helps you get through. You know, he's Jehovah Jireh. So he'll provide the ways for you to go about doing things. So... I mean, yeah. I I look at it as a strong foundation. Um, It helps to have... I don't want to lower what God means, but a buffer in a sense to sit there and say, hey, you know, both of y'all can't do it off of y'all own wisdom. Both of y'all can't do it off of your best friends sitting there telling you, hey, you know, about that time when you don't have a baby, when you don't get married, you can't have your boy sitting there telling you, hey, oh man, when you gonna settle down, when you gonna, when you gonna find you that one, or, man, there's other females out here, man, other fish in the sea, go out there and venture off it it doesn't help that certain books and all this stuff that are from one's person's perspective will sit there and teach you hey this is what I need to do in my relationships this book is sitting there and help me this this relationship expert to help me it's a lot of relationship experts that are not in relationships and look at that part. They have a lot of advice to give you, but it, their advice comes from a logical and a and a and I guess in their encounters, it comes off of their experience, what they've already experienced, you know. And everybody experienced our process is different. Right. So yeah, definitely. Um, and. Yeah, they, like I said, their own experiences, their own perspective. It's not like they're in it particularly now. You ask a relationship expert, if they're not married, they're fully single. And some relationship experts probably can't flow in relationships because they always overthinking or analyzing every little thing in a forthcoming relationship. They're so no, I won't I can't deal with that. I mean, did you did you read page fifty two? 
Rage 52, I'm telling you, I can't do all that. It's not going to work. Uh-uh. No. Arguing? No. It's, it's, it's chapter 7. I don't, I don't argue. I don't raise my voice. Mm-mm. But that's how, I mean, I can't see myself being a relationship expert, love doctor, what have you. It's just titles. Everything, everything is about. It's a lot of things is about titles, and titles are important. Some titles are not important. But one title that is important is that we sell no gimmicks here, and I am back with another episode. <laughs> this is yours truly, and I have a very special guest. Um, one I definitely um, confide, and we have very conversations that are definitely in spiritual sense, um, calming, peaceful sense, and um, that is my great friend, Ash. How are you doing, Ashley? Welcome to Selling No Gimmicks. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I welcome you. I welcome you to the Selling No Gimmicks Nation. I um, greatly appreciate it. Your presence here on this nice topic, and um, we're gonna get to the nitty gritty. And as we um begin in the first opening topic, like I said, why is God so important in relationships? Um, being that I'm definitely a spiritual person, I feel like that it is important. Now, in the past, have I used the tool of having God in relationship? It always happens like in spurts. You get older, you find out that it's more important to sit there and not use your own wisdom, use your own words. Think that you are correct when you're absolutely wrong. In past episodes, I always talked about how I try to order my life through seasons. When it comes to seasons, I, I'm a firm believer in certain things being in season. When it's not your season, there's no need to sit there and try to force. No need to sit there and try to strong arm something that's not for you right now. You have to put in the work. But then also you have to have the faith in the work because those two work together. That's how I look at it. Um, so that's what that's what we're on today, actually. And, I, and like I said, thank you for joining me. I know you have some things that definitely no gimmick audience would definitely appreciate. <laughs> Like I said before, thank you, Chris, for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, but like you said earlier, um, God is very important when it comes down to your relationships. Um, he needs to be the priority. He needs to be the focal point. He needs to be the one that sets everything. He sets the order. He sets the table for everything. Um his work leader tells you that you, he wants to be acknowledged in everything that you do, 
whether it's relationship, whether it's your the next move in life, whether it's how you communicate. He wants to be in everything that you do. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely important. Like I said, um, so on the topic of marriage, um, as we were in pre-production and we were talking about like marriage and things like that, um, is it for two people to technically force or because of maybe a mother or aunt, father, brother, friend, whatever, hints in your ear when it comes to women, hints in your ear like, I don't know what he's waiting on, girl. You need to marry it. You need to go ahead and put a ring on your finger. I don't know what he's waiting on. I think a lot of people get caught up in what other people's lives look like, how other people are living it, admiring instead of appreciating. There is a difference between the admiration and appreciation of certain things, how I look at it. This is my perspective. Admiring something is kind of like adoring it, if I'm saying that right. Loving it kind of like almost to the point that you take interest in something else that is not really yours. But if you appreciate it, I think there's more of a standpoint where it's like, I can appreciate that. I see that. That is a goal or something that I want to obtain. But I don't want to mirror it. And that's where I feel appreciation is. So I can appreciate somebody's strong, um, successful relationship. I can appreciate words of encouragement. It's just that admiring is just a little bit too much and I don't want to mirror it because I go through everybody goes through their own trials and tribulations. Your trials and tribulations are not going to be my success and gains or mistakes or anything. Um, but yeah, marriage, like, especially in terms of like 30s and stuff like that, I still feel like those things have to be in season. Your best friend can't sit there and keep on pressuring you to push to get married. Get married. Your best friend can't sit there and push you into something that a man and a woman is not ready for. I absolutely agree. Because, you know, we all got them coaches on the sideline that's like, hey, you know, go get in the game. You know, you may not be ready. Same thing with marriage. Uh, you have those little voices, whether they be friends, co-workers, family members, that's always trying to um, push you or nudge you um, to be married. Or they're trying to rush you and asking you, well, you, you ain't getting no younger. You know, you might as well go ahead and do it. Or you might as well, you know, what you waiting for? But like you said, it's, it's more to it than just getting married or just being married. Um, marriage by itself is a, is a whole commitment. Marriage by itself is a ministry. And you have to, you have to be ready um, as far as in your mental to make a decision as such 
because these people can coach you on the sideline all day. But when you really get in that game and you be like, you know what, I do, she say I do, or he say I do, and then y'all say we do to each other, there's no one else that's going to be there with you on this on this journey. I mean, they may be with you just like how they are now on the sidelines coaching you, but when you go home at night or whatever, it's just you and your spouse in that house, and that's it. Right. Um, that's why it's imperative to have God at the center of your relationship because when all these other voices quiet down and you don't have nobody to turn to, he himself is who is going to be there for you through thick and thin, through the ups and downs, through the good and the bad. Um, he's the one that's going to be able to guide you and lead you and counsel you. I'm not saying that you don't, you, you may not can't get counsel from someone else, but when you do go to the father and he'll lead you to whom he wants to give you, who he wants to allow to give you wise counsel. You can't take counsel from everyone Mm-mm. when um, preparing to do these things are already in the midst of these things. Yeah, because everybody's counsel is not word. Everybody's counsel is not the end-all, be-all. Um, and everybody's counseling is not, and everybody's counseling is also case-by-case. You, you, the case that they deal with is not your case. Yeah. It's not. It, I mean, it's, it's not going to work like that. And there's so many coaches on the sideline. And it trips me out. Um, and I'll probably, in, in, in like with sports, and like football, you have your head coach, you have an assistant coach, you got a defensive lineman coach, you got a defensive coach, you got a special teams coach, you got all these coaches in football and stuff like that for a handful of positions. But then that, and pertaining it to what we're talking about now, you have your mother that's sitting there and saying, well, you know, you know, young, what you going to do? Like, you going to give me a son? You going to give me a son-in-law? You going to give me this? You going to give me that? You got your, you know, you got your friends and stuff like that. And y'all been together for about three, four years. You might need to sit there. You need to do something. What are you going to do? What are you going to say? Where the ring at? <laughs> you know, you say that. It's funny. But when you think about that, like, you have to make the decision for yourself. And so does your partner. Because these people can very well push you to something that is dangerous for you. Dangerous for you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It can all be unhealthy if you move on people's time and not God's time. Because mm-hmm. his time is his timing is perfect. So for one, you can push somebody to be married prematurely that has not dealt with things that they should have dealt with before they got into marriage. And when you do that, that's very dangerous grounds. Mm-hmm. Because now, not only are you dealing with that person and their whatever issues they had before marriage that they should have dealt with, but now you're dealing with them and you're married to them. So that's even more baggage and more weight that's going to be piled upon you. Yeah. And then with with all that, you know, the basis of trying to understand each other when it comes to relationships, marriage and stuff like that is communication. 
Oh yes, it's key. It's key, and 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 it sounds so easy to say, yet so hard to do. But why is it hard? It shouldn't be. The reason I'm gonna tell you why it's hard. I'm gonna tell you my interpretation of the reason why it's hard. Transparency. Transparency is something that people have to understand. You cannot look at yourself in the mirror and look at your flaws, look at your good, look at your bad, look at whatever it is that's wrong with you and writing you and then vocalize it to somebody you are looking at to be in a relationship with or marriage. That communication is broken. It's like a broken language. It shouldn't be hard. But you do have you do run the risk of sitting there and having people might judge you. You might have your own spouse judge me. If you didn't if then the conversation weren't had in the beginning when y'all first met or when y'all was first understanding each other and learning each other, yeah, it's gonna be some judgment. Um and it's unfortunate because same color as me, bleed the same blood as me. Why is so much you judging you're judging what 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 is your um what's the one I'm looking for? What is your what is your point? What is the um what are you gauging on what you judging me about? Cause when we think about it, when we hear relationships and we hear marriage Oh, we hear success. We hear finances. We hear um, commitment. We hear all these things. And all these things are, you know, me personally, yeah, being stable, whatever, and stuff like that. I don't know why finance is so much of an importance of a relationship to make it successful. I don't know. I don't know why people think money equals a successful relationship. I'm not saying everybody, but most people do. I don't know of being financially um, being financially stable is important but it's not the most important thing um, I said last week um, on my last episode I was talking about unconditional love um, one of my um, one of my friends was saying that that's something that men don't see or they don't get anymore I don't think unconditional love across all boards, male and female, is something that is happening in this day and age. I just don't think it happens. Now say that one more time. You don't think what? Unconditional love is something that happens in this day and age. You have unconditional love from your family. They're going to love you unconditionally. They ain't gonna ju- I mean... Huh. No, you don't always have the unconditional you love. You don't have it. <laughs> you have... You, not all the... Again, sometimes case-by-case basis. You would think that your family would give you unconditional love. It's kind of hard to see two strangers union make a union and unconditionally love each other. Just my stance. I don't know. Um, 
It, and it all goes back to God. Um, for he is love. And he loves us with the everlasting love. He is the one that shows us how to love. He He's that. And he loves us unconditionally. And I think when we learn the love of him, then we'll learn how to love others unconditionally. Mm. Now, you're going to have some people out here that say, well, I don't believe in God, but I still love people unconditionally. No, do you? That's do, a good, do you, that's do you good really? question. That's a good one. Because <clears throat> if you did, you would be holding that grudge, sis. If you did, you wouldn't be holding that grudge, bro. Like, you wouldn't. Yeah. Loving somebody unconditionally does not mean that you can't have uh, likes and dislikes with someone or an issue, but you love them enough to see past that issue mm-hmm. and still treat them with respect and kindness. And it's, it's like I said, it's unconditional. So it's, yeah. it's based off of no conditions. Like, I'm not saying be a fool and let people walk over you yeah. or do whatever they want to do, but love them enough to say, you know what, can you still pray for them? Can can you do can you do that? Because I'm I'm sure when somebody is mad and upset at somebody or somebody or um oh your man ain't do this or your woman ain't do that, y'all gonna start praying for them? No. I'll bet the first thing you're going to be like, nah, I ain't got nothing to say to them. <laughs> you ain't got, that's the first thing they say. I don't want to see them. I don't got nothing to say to them. Like, I ain't got nothing to say to them. I ain't got nothing to say to them. Right. Look. Why are you here? Like, like no. Please leave. You see, <laughs> unconditional when I have you feel that way. Y'all can sit there and get through this. It's nothing big. Everything, everything has, there's a bigger picture to everything. Every little spat, every little argument, every little this, every little that. I'm just, uh, and I'm, and I'm the type of person that I'm. I'm not gonna go to bed mad. I'm not gonna go to bed mad with you. You're not gonna do that. But it ain't gonna not happen. Like that, I know, but I'm just. This is why we sell no gimmicks, because it should be like that. It should be to the point of sitting there saying, "I'm mad at them." But I love them, and I'm going to pray for them, and I'm going to get over my anger. Some things, case by case basis, I'm always going to say that because a lot of things, a lot of issues are bigger than certain things. I'm going to say that. Right, and it takes some time to get over. It takes some time. Some, and it's, it's a process to certain things. Mm-hmm. But even in that anger, even in that, I don't even want to say bitterness because but bitterness it is, it, it is now set into the heart. But it is somewhat, it is bitterness. Right. Okay. Well, in a sense, I would say. But even even in those um, emotional states that you're experiencing, you can still love them unconditionally. Right. You can still exemplify that love. Um, but the, the, the question is, do you want to? Is it something that you feel like is important? Right. And most people at that point in time, when they're angry with somebody, they ain't thinking about, oh, I'm going to let them, un- that I ain't, you know, I'm going to still that, love them. They petty bone in that, in that pride 
and, and, that, and that pride and that high horseness and that and that leads more than the unconditionalness. It leads into I don't gotta say nothing to them. I ain't gotta really talk to them. I'm gonna be nasty to them. I'm gonna be cold to them. I ain't gonna keep it short with them. I ain't got really nothing to say in my pride because I got that woman pride and I can do what I want to. And any man can have me. And I can have that man pride. And I can get any woman I want to out here. And I really don't have to really talk to them like that. I can break up with them. It's all good. But I just told them I loved them a week ago. That's messed up. I don't know how to sit there and engage this anymore. Do I be mad at them today? Do I want to make sure that they eat? Mm-hmm. Maybe. That sounds like a whole bunch of confusion. Because it is. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a whole bunch of confusion. It is confusing. But that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's, no, it's no confused area if the unconditionalness of love flow through relationships, things like that, without judgment. And I'm not saying that you can... you. It's not about judging somebody or saying that you don't have it, so I don't want you. This, this, and that. How about you push somebody? How about you push them in that direction and sit there and say, hey, you know what? I see a lot of intangibles because I noticed you and you've been in my space for however long. I can see what it is that you're good at. I can see what it is that you might be bad at. So I want to push you to the good. And since I'm in this space with you and I love you unconditionally, hypothetically speaking, if this pertains to anything, I'm going to push the bad out of you. I'm going to push away the bad. Because I'm running a race with you and I'm not competing. I want you to pass me the baton. I ain't going to snatch it from you. Right. Well, let me add this uh, footnote. I'm not saying that you are supposed to just ignore the red flags. No. <laughs> I'm definitely not saying that. Oh, we have. But even if it's the red flags, that shouldn't stop you from showing someone love. But if we're talking about it just in the aspect of relationships, mm-hmm. as far as preparing for marriage or somebody that you're going to marry or somebody that you are married already to, then yes, all that's good. You know, if you see the bad, you know, okay, it's okay to have those that communication mm-hmm. to sit down and talk about mm-hmm. these things. Okay, what can I do to help you with this particular situation or this, or this matter? Um, you know, how can I aid you? Like, it's, it's those conversations are conversations that need to be had. But everybody, like you said before, everybody might not feel comfortable and having these conversations with their spouses, which I think is ridiculous because why am I married to you if I can't talk to you? Yeah, why not. am I married to you if I feel like I'm bound and I can't, my, my, my tongue stuck to the roof of my mouth when it comes to certain situations and certain ways I'm feeling? Mm-hmm. That means there's an insecurity right. somewhere, right. something that you did not deal with or whatever. And certain people just don't know how to sit there and deal with that insecurity. Um, certain people don't know how to communicate or vocalize that insecurity with their significant others. Um, why are we in this relationship? Why are we in this marriage if you can't communicate what are your likes and dislikes? 
what are your pet peeves? What a man or a woman did to you to make you this way? Or what is it that made you, this is a red flag for you. This is a good thing. This is a bad thing. But no, most definitely. If you see red flags, of course. Like, by all means, communicate that too. Say, hey, look, that, I, <laughs> I can't deal with that. But see, we so it's so easy nowadays to ghost and run away and just not deal with it at all. That ain't the way to do it, though. You can ghost something if it's a detriment to... Yeah, it was like deadly. If, if it's deadly, <laughs> if it's a detriment to your... And not even taking it that far. If it's a detriment to your peace, your sanity, whatever mm. the case may be. Um, yeah, no. Please leave, because it don't help anybody to stay. But, yeah. Um, I agree when it comes down to communicating in marriages and having God being the being the center of it all. Once again, you can't you can't really do anything without him. I ain't gonna say you can't really do anything. You cannot do uh anything without him. Regardless of what somebody says. Um he I don't know you, and he teaches like I said. He teaches us these things. The Holy Spirit is what teaches these things. It teaches how to how to communicate. It teaches us these, what what we need in order to go through our daily lives, especially when we are married. Mm-hmm. Um, are preparing to be married. Um. Indeed. So I'm gonna take it a step back. With and I'll, I'll I'll present it like this: being that we, and some of our listeners might be twenties, thirties, forties, hopefully. <laughs> um, in the space that we are in, I would definitely say that potential. Is something that is good to an point. The do is very important going forward. So if you have the potential to see yourself in certain things and understand certain things, some that you're going to have to start doing it. Um, Is there a red flag in a person not really having the mindset and the thought process to say, hey, there's a bigger purpose, a bigger understanding than me and my wisdom to sit there and say, oh, well, I don't really subscribe to that. Is Would that be an issue that, I don't, that they don't subscribe to that particular word of having God in their relationship coming into somebody who subscribes to that <laughs> it's important to them that they have the word and what the next venture or the next person that they talk to mm, good question um, yes 
I don't know. I'm kind of on the on the limbo with this one only mm-hmm. because I feel like if I'm going to be with somebody, I would expect for my significant other to also um, have the same belief that I have. Well, what about their walk? If, if, their, if their walk, walk is not as strong as yours. That now that is something. It's 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 a journey. So your walk may not look like my walk, and I'm not looking f- to be with nobody that's that walks mimic mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I don't, I don't think that is anything possible. It's, it's right. Yeah, and like I don't, I definitely don't. Mm-mm. I don't want you. <laughs> but if your walk is not, you know, if you're not in Christ or wherever, may, may not be where I where I am. But I think about it, it took me. It took me some time. It took me some mm-hmm. things to go through before I got to where I am. Well, who's to say that what you're going through or whomever your significant other is, is going through, who's to say that when they get over it or they come through it, they don't be propelled farther than you right. in your walk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't count someone out because of... You know of how they're walking. Now I'm not saying you just fall for any old thing or whatever. I was definitely not saying that, but it it goes back to being unconditional. Mm-hmm. Some things, okay, they process may take them a little longer than it's taking you. Right. It's okay, but that's why it's important. Like I said, to have God in the center, so He can really lead you and give you the spirit of discernment. Mm. To let to let you know, okay, yes, this person is for you, but their walk, I'm still working on them in their walk. I'm still working with them. I'm not telling you that I'm not with them. I'm with them, but I'm working on them. And sometimes you might need that significant other to help give you that little boost, that little push that you need, a little nudge. Yeah. That you need to keep to keep going and to help tighten. The, the loose screws or to help bring some pieces together. Yeah. You know? Because some of these journeys aren't meant for you to take by yourself. No. Sometimes it's meant for it's, it's meant for other people to come along and help push push you and nurture you and to help yeah. get you on the right path. Yeah, and it's not... And, not, and, and let's, let's go ahead and get this stubborn and this, and this bullheaded way of thinking out the way. I'm like, we adults. Like, yeah, you you don't know everything. And you don't have all the answers. And when somebody sitting there and tell you certain things that you might not have heard, or if somebody tell you no, <laughs> it is not it is not a, a closed door, lock it, throw away the key. You have to understand if somebody's trying to teach you different things whether it's a man or a woman coming into a situation hey all we all, all I need is an ear you need an ear it's better to listen than to always talk and think that your own wisdom and that your own way of thinking is going to get you through because it's not mm. you being stubborn and you sitting there saying certain things that you know you don't mean for what well, why you put that in there what you what, why you put that out there? Why you called him out his name? Why you called him out her name? Why you sat there and said that? 
Why are you down in this black man? Why are you down in this black woman? Why? For what? Because you're mad. You're upset. You're angry. Pray over it. That's the thing. Nobody uh, wants to take the time out to pray. Nobody wants to take the time out to pray. I'm going to say it again. Nobody really wants to take the time out to pray because why? They want things to work in their time and they want to be in control of everything. They don't want to consult with the, the great the great, great counselor. Yeah. Like they don't nobody you don't wanna you don't wanna have to sit before him and tell him these things or mm. to ask him how to lead and guide you. Why? Because you wanna be your it's this flesh that wants to do that its own thing. In that bitterness. Yes. In that childishness and stuff like when flesh wanna sit there and be mad all day. Flesh wanna sit there and say, Well, I ain't gotta sit there and say nothing to you when you should be able to communicate. Flesh want to sit there and call people out their names. That's cool. All right. You know, once again, where I'm, where I'm at in space and life and stuff like that, I know. I ain't all the way there. He ain't not through with me yet. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to, I'm, I I have to find my peace in a lot of things. And, and it comes with energy, too. It comes with understanding the person's intentions, their energy and stuff like that. Pray over the situation. Pray over if you want to, if you want somebody new in your life, pray over it. If you want to pray to fix something that you might have broken, pray over it. And if it's the season, it'll, it'll happen for you. If it's not, hey, you still got life. You still got breath. It'll happen. It might not be in the time that you want to, but it's going to happen. Right. So. Pray and have patience. Whew. Patience. Patience is something that I think is lost. Patience is something that people don't have because they have to wait. They have to choice. It it is a choice. It's almost it's 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 a grown and mature choice. It's so it's 24 hours in a day and everybody got something to do and something to say and something to be in that you want to rush your decisions because of everything else that's going on around you. What you rushing for? What do you... What? What? Why does everybody feel like everybody's in competition? I don't never ever want to feel like I'm in competition with somebody in a relationship. Like I'm competing. Like if you do this, then I gotta do this. If we have a baby, then I gotta marry you. If we do this, then we do that. We do this and do that. And we run in, we we still competing at each other, but we're on the same team. Right. And just and just And like I said, it's no book, no person, no relationship expert, no nothing, no friend. Because there's some answers that a lot of people can't. It's a lot of questions that a lot of people can't answer. Right. That part. When you post something to them they ain't never been through, they might shoot you some bull that is... (laughs) 
default. Like I'm just gonna give him this answer. I I think this will work. And it doesn't. But most people that give advice, a lot of people don't take it. That that's you can't take everybody's advice anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they give it or not. Now, if you, like I said, if you are talking to someone that is a wise, of wise mm-hmm. counsel, then, of course. And has experience. Yes, but experience don't always, yes, I mean, I get it. You know, you I tell mean, me about well, your experiences and they're not supposed to listen yeah. and adhere to these things and be like, maybe it'll stop me. From encountering some of the things you might have had to encounter. Yeah, but I'm not saying that all experience and all wise men, wise women, everything that they say are is completely right. However, it's your own mind and thought process to interpret the things and take things that you could see and insert them into what you do. And not everything is something that you have to sit there and say, I'm taking the whole conversation, I'm going to take this with me, and I'm going to sit there and use it to my advantage. It might not work for you. It might not even be the situation that you have to use that for right now. Right. So. Other than that, um, as 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 I sit here and think about certain things as far as having a structure and foundation of God sitting there being in the middle of my relationship as as it stands now going forward in the long run it has to be the focal point it has to be the most important thing it has to be what you answer to. I'm not calling my friends and it's and it's a great thing to have friends in your corner that really care about you, that'll give you some good words and stuff like that. But everybody, like I said, don't have the answers. Right. And I and and I shouldn't expect you to. Because everything is case by case. Everything is different. My situation is totally different. Your situation is totally different. I have to take heed from a higher power and take heed from higher things to get past certain small issues. If I sit there and am mad at my significant other and I call my dog and he'll sit there and be like, oh man, don't worry about it. We got girls over here. That ain't the best advice. Mm-mm. It's not the best advice. There ain't no advice. Forget that. <laughs> I mean, it's not... What I'm saying is it's not the best advice because it's a temporary feeling. Yes. It's only helping the now, not later. Very true. Yeah, just that advice that... that Everybody's word is not promised to be correct. It's not. No. 
Man, it's nice to have people, like you said before, that are caring and really concerned about you, that wants to give you advice. But at the end of the day, it all boils down to you as an individual. If you're going to take it or not, and if you don't take it, you don't take it. If you take it, then you take it. But it all boils down to how you apply it to your life. And as an individual, in getting into first sitting there and getting into something, you have to go home with yourself and your thoughts. And in a relationship, at the end of the day, we can sit here and have a whole bunch of people telling us, but y'all go home with y'all thoughts and the feeling that y'all together. And if there's no communication, there's no transparency, there's no... It's no, it's no success in anything of that nature. It's not. And I, and I really hope, and I really hope, I, me and Ash should definitely um, put things in perspective for y'all. If y'all are looking into getting in relationships, if y'all are already in relationships, if y'all are looking to be married, hey, your friends don't know everything. <laughs> nope. But God does. Yep. Yeah. And. Holding on to that bitterness, that grudge, it don't help nothing. It doesn't benefit anybody. You're mad all day. You're sitting there walking around, peed off all day. Scared to ask your spouse if they ate. You hungry? Because you're still mad at them. Come on, man. That's, that's petty. So, I mean... I mean like I said, seven more gimmicks. And this was another great episode. Like I said, I hope you learned something today. I hope we we, we guided you in the direction of just putting something above person, putting something above your wisdom, putting something above your own thoughts and what you think is right or what people think is right because it's not all the way right. But... Like I said, at, at the end of the day, like I said, you go home, you have to lay in your bed, you lay in your thoughts and stuff like that, and you do what you feel to keep your peace and tranquility, and your peace in your relationship, and the peace of understanding that there are seasons that need to be um, aligned for you to have a general successful outcome in whatever endeavors you want to do, whether it's meeting somebody, being in a relationship, maintaining and being successful in that relationship. So stepping forward and being engaged and not loving the idea of marriage and loving the idea of love because I'm going to leave you with a quick thing. A lot of people have the, they love the idea of being in love. They love the idea of being marriage. They love the scenery, what it looks like, how it feels, what other people and how it looks on everybody else. The idea is not going to get you through nothing. The picture is not going to get you through nothing. That post on social media, that excerpt in that book, ain't none of that stuff going to get you through nothing. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But as I thank the Selling No Gimmicks um, Nation for listening to another episode, I bid you all adieu. Ashley, do you have any lasting words for the 
nation of selling no gimmicks. Just keep God first, and you'll go far. I love it. Until next time, good people.